Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everybody? So excited for today's episode. Got me and Josh in the studio today. Hello, hello. <laughs> what up? I just figured I'd start it out with a laugh, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. Started on a high note? Uh, Does that mean you're going to end it on a low note? Maybe. Maybe. That's as low as I can get. (laughs) You're like, I'm bringing the bass. (laughs) Bringing the bass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today we want to talk about praying for the sick and give you guys some of our experiences and uh, some scriptural basis. What we do, what we do, what we do. Is that... Is that how you say that? And do mm. why we do what we do? Why we why do we, what we what do? We I do, think is more the why to the do. It's it's more oh, solid, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. So, as um, believers in the body of Christ, if you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you, uh, we are commanded to go and and to pray for the sick, to lay hands on them, to pray for them, and to uh, pray the prayer of faith over them to see them healed. And set free, and this is something that is continued on to, to today. Um, there are, you know, a bunch of people in the body of Christ that believe that those things have ceased after the apostolic age. Um, but we know better in our own experiences and in our lineage and our history. You know, I remember Josh, uh, mom would tell us about um, our what our ancestors like you know yeah. i guess you could say that through our lineage right yeah. of ministers throughout um laying hands on people and praying for them and seeing them healed and recovered so it is not something that is um wacky spooky or weird it is something that believers are commanded to do that's what jesus did that's what the disciples did that's what he commanded us to do and um, if he commanded us to do it, I think we should do it. What do you think, Josh? Yes, but yeah. I think the reason we don't find it wacky, uh, weird, or spooky is because yeah. we've seen it. I right. think it's wacky, yeah. weird, and spooky if you haven't seen it. Right, yeah. It's, well, uh, it's like demon-possessed people. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, we can we can meet or encounter demon-possessed people. not like, hey, how you doing, demon-possessed person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you get into that scenario, and you're you're praying for somebody. You're casting a demon out. They might be manifesting or whatever. That's not weird to us because we've seen some really weird uh, things in our uh, in our ministry. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, but to someone who's never seen that, that might throw them for a loop. Yeah, you know? uh, more than likely it would. Yes. Yeah. So, we're talking about the application of just praying for somebody. The thing about praying for somebody is you. You don't really know what the outcome is going to be like. You don't right. know if it's, what I mean is, like, you don't know if it's going to be, like, an instantaneous mm-hmm. healing, which yeah. does happen. Right. Or if it's going to be something that requires days after. Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or, so, like, a progressive healing. Progressive right. healing, yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, and, and I think that's probably the number one hesitation that I've, uh, when speaking with people about praying for the sick, mm-hmm. they would say that's their hesitation. They're like, well, what if they don't get healed? And I'm like, but what if they do? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, what if, I'm like, what it's if the what if, it's like it's like giving your testimony or witnessing to people. Right. It's like, what if they don't accept your your altar call or whatever? And I'm like, but what if they do? Yeah. What if what if they do? Well, what if they do respond to the gospel message? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> then well, they're saved. I'm like, come on, let's 
Let's go. I think Let's if think you, I think if you start praying for somebody and you already have the mindset of what yeah. if it doesn't happen, yeah. you've already failed. Right. Yeah. Like like the the job. You got to have that gift of faith in you. Yeah. Well, that is rising up. You're like you know. Yeah. I'm gonna do this. Well, the call is just do. Yeah. It doesn't right. matter if if you know what I mean because mm-hmm. you have to be obedient to even do that in the first place. Right. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And and we've used that analogy uh, a lot before of the copper wire, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think that that is such a a beautiful demonstration on what it is, especially when you're praying for the sick, because mm-hmm. people will say, you know, after we've been on the uh, altar lines with people and they've been healed, and they'll say, "You've healed me," and we're like, "No, God healed you. We yes. just prayed for you. We were just the copper wire from, that He for, flowed through from heaven. To That's earth. it. Yes. Yeah. And and you know what I like about copper wire, I. We always we always do podcasts with with types of uh, rabbit trails. It seems like, but but it, I, it does come together. It does. Yeah, uh, it c- copper wire we, is not uh, arrogant. You know, it just right. is. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, it's not just trying certain, to be something that it's not. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. trying to act like gold. You know, exactly. It's it's, it's like, hey, I'm copper wire. That's well, you what know, I'm doing. the thing is, is like copper wire is nothing without the connection. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, like yeah. you can have all the copper wire you mm-hmm. want, but if yeah. it's not connected yep. properly, yeah, it does nothing. There's no power. It does nothing. There's no power. It's not yep. hooked in. You it's, know exactly. And I, would, I would tell people that too. We'd be like, hey, if you walk into Lowe's and you see some strands of copper wire that you'd run through the house, you'd be like, oh, that no, no worries. But if you're doing construction in a house and you see that line, you're going to be like, is the power turned off, right? Because <laughs> you're about to you're yeah. about to get in there and start Absolutely. messing with some stuff. Yeah. You're going to get zapped, you know? Mm, and that's yeah. that's the whole point, right? When you're connected into him, then you'll see that flow through. Um, I want to read this verse here in Mark uh, 16. Uh, we'll go Mark 16, uh, 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And verse 17 says, And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and it will. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So just in this verse, and I could you know point out several other verses as well, we're seeing here in this portion where Jesus is, is speaking to the disciples. He's telling them, he's like, listen, this is how you're going to know that they're believers in me. You're going to see these signs and these wonders that are going to happen. And yeah. you know the, the majority of Jesus' ministry was two things, casting out demons and healing the sick. Like that is the majority of, of the ministry of what he did. So, and he's told his disciples, hey, go out there and do this. Why? Because you validate and verify the gospel through the sign. Okay, so. I'm As okay. he deep sighs in galactic eyes. So, <laughs> like, I, like, okay, <laughs> I, under, I understand the scripture. Yep. I, totally. Yeah. But we do live in Appalachia, so I yeah. do feel okay. like it would Appalachia? be. Appalachia? I do feel like it would be the service if for, I do for not. For the brethren? Give for the this, kindred brethren? <laughs> yeah, if I don't give this kind of disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, we at uh, Caleb Perkins Ministries mm-hmm. do not condone the handling of snakes nor. Uh, the churches that do believe that you should handle snakes, and if right. you get bit, you are found not worthy. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. That's taking it into a, a 
different extreme yes. on that end. And I would, I would, yeah, we don't, we don't do that. So, I, but I just had to preface that because, because yeah. you I've know, I've killed a bunch of snakes. Mm, I have yeah. killed, I've, I've killed <laughs> some and let them like, go, depending on what they are. Somebody's sitting there like, but I got a pet python in my house, yeah, and, and, that's, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, but, I got you. but you know, like, <laughs> you know, whenever you deal with like the supernatural. Right. Uh, people like to judge like how far left or how how far right. You know, we got to yeah. judge yeah. where we're at. Okay, so yeah, you believe in the supernatural and the gifts. So how far are you? Are you like handling rattlers? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that that are way? You? Or are you laying hands on the sick? Kind of. Mm. I'm, no, I'm wearing laying the hands on the mm. sick. We're, yes, yeah. yes. We're 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 of the grab you, that rattlesnake. We're of the you can raise the dead, but yeah. we're not of do not tempt the Lord that God by right. grabbing rattlers for no reason. Yeah. 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 Be like you gonna pick that thing up now. If the Holy Spirit told you to, that's a completely different thing. But, but you I think, better, but I think <laughs> honestly, have a reason for it. Yeah. If I was supposed to grab a snake, it's mm-hmm. because somebody's life was being dangerous. Right. Yeah. Like, like it's not because it'd be like, oh look, you want to see the power of God? Yeah. I'm gonna grab this snake. Yeah. It's not gonna bite me. Right. And I'm still gonna be okay. Well, like mm. we were when we were younger, we had that one uh, testimony. I don't know if you remember this or not, but it, it this is so twenty plus years ago, not trying to date us, right? Um, This gentleman came Mm -hmm. in and he gave a testimony about how he was cutting grass. And he's an older gentleman and he was cutting grass and there was a rattlesnake that was going after this younger kid. And he got off of his lawnmower and he went and he grabbed that sucker and chucked it. And uh, I I sit there and I think, and I'm like, you know, and he was talking about that that part in Mark 16. He's like, no, I don't do this just to be like, look at me, I'm cool. But he's like, in that moment, I needed the protection of Almighty God. That snake did not bite me, and I was able to get that child into safety, you know? And he had that boldness in there. He's like, I've got the... He knew that he knew. There was a gift of faith in him. He's like, I'm Mm going to go and protect this kid. I don't care what what it's going to do. I uh, I vaguely remember the story, but yeah. I do remember the man. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he wasn't boastful about it. No. You know, I believe it would have been different if he had like a garden tool with him. Yeah. But but well, you're he on was, a mower, you know. Yeah, it's like, like not no. many people carry a machete on a mower. <laughs> not many. <laughs> yeah. Or a gun, yeah. which I might have to strap one. Yeah. Bam, no. Bam, absolutely. That would be fun. No, but I I uh, <clears throat> yeah I believe that it, with such things do require uh, lots of faith and lots of preparation. Right, yeah. like to pray for the sick, you should know how to pray. Right, y- you know. So. Yeah, and that goes into this too. Is that I, I've heard a lot of people, especially when praying for the sick, they'll say, "Well, if it be your will, Lord, mm-hmm. uh, if it be your will, Lord," when you're praying for them, it's like you should know the will of God if you're praying for them, right? Yeah, you should be praying for them. And what we do is this, like a base level, I guess, of of praying for the sick. And, you know, people say, well, you got to do this or you got to pray for 17 hours. Uh, I was like, nope, the majority of prayers that we do, maybe at an extensive, might last maybe three or four minutes. Yeah. Um, Pretty quick uh, style prayers, especially if you're in an evangelistic setting, those things are going to be very quickly. So what I I end up doing when I'm praying for somebody, say they're coming up onto the prayer line, they get up there. I'll ask them, hey, what is the issue? What's going on? What do you need prayer for, right? Mm -hmm. And then that will tell me really how to pray, and you can narrow it down, right? There's no reason to sit there and try to, you know, guess what it is or whatever. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, well, what is it? And or, Or if they've been to the doctors and they would tell you, well, this is what the doctor said. I love that. I actually that that lets you know exactly what how you need Ver- to pray. verified yeah You're if you right. give if you have a name for the for the illness or, or disease or, yeah. 
or whatever it right. might be. Yeah. So, like, for instance, say if somebody comes up and they have issues with their knees, mm-hmm. well, you could have them on the prayer line, and what I would do is I would ask them, hey, is it okay if I put my hand on your knee? Because I believe in laying on of hands. I believe, you know, that yeah. if you can do it, do it appropriately. But always ask permission. Always that's, ask that's permission. Especially if it's the opposite uh, sex. Yeah. Always ask permission. Right. You want to you want to be right by that. Yeah, you do. You don't want to you don't want to make it weird or creepy. Yep. Uh, also, if you are praying for the opposite sex, and uh, it's you, they put their hand on the place mm-hmm. first, and then you put your hand. You yeah. ask them if it's okay if you. Uh, put the, their your hand on their hand. Yeah, if it could be seen as inappropriate, uh, any yeah, yeah, for that. So, say for the knees, right? So if they say, "Hey, it's my knees," all right, and and if you ask them, "Do you have any, Did you have you gone to the doctor? Have you seen anything? What have they said?" If they say no. Then just go and pray for the knees. And what I would do is I would say, "Lord, I thank you for healing." I always start every prayer that I do with thanking the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thank him for what he's done because in eternity he's already done it. Mm-hmm. And this blows our mind because we live in time, but it, it says in the word that by his stripes we were healed. That is already, like, it, he has already taken the healing on his body, mm-hmm. right? It, it's through those stripes that we receive the healing. And so we're not begging God or, or commanding God to heal somebody. We're thanking him for what he's already done. Yeah. Right. And then I speak to the knees and I command the knees. I speak to the knees. Right. The word says, say unto the mountain to be cast into the sea. So then I speak to the knees and I say and I command the knees to be healed and whole. Mm -hmm. Now, if they gave me information and they said, well, it's actually my cartilage in my knee. I don't have any cartilages. I'm lacking the cartilage. Then we would speak a creative miracle, which is we would command the cartilage to be formed and created mm-hmm. inside of the knee and then command all the pain to go in the body. So there is there's a way of effective prayer cuz one you're being mm-hmm. very direct, right? Absolutely. You're being direct. You're not you're not just, "Oh, well, Lord, if the Lord wants you healed, then mm-hmm. you'll be healed, but maybe it's his will that mm-hmm. you just are in pain and suffer." And nope. I'm like, "Nope. I'm like, where you got pain? Right there." I'm going to speak to the, I'm going to thank God for healing. I said, Lord, I thank you for healing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to command that pain to go in the name of Jesus. Well, I think it's a disservice if you don't uh, pray with purpose. Right. Yeah. It's not. I if, mean, if I'm, if I'm really mm. hurting, man, I don't want somebody to come up to me with a weak prayer. No. Like, I'm like, no. Nah. You know why? Because I got you on my phone, Josh. So I'm <laughs> like, why am I going to have somebody pray weak when I can call you up and be like, nah, I'll get, I'll get a team around me. Don't worry. It'll <laughs> yeah, be yeah, okay. Yeah. I know yeah. they'll pray with purpose. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, there's uh, several different types of prayer for different types of things. Like we're talking, you were giving examples on a prayer line. Yeah. Uh, I am thinking of uh, people that are like sick and dying. Yep. Uh, so that would be a different prayer altogether. Yeah. Uh, you would start out first uh, praying for peace and comfort. Yeah. And asking mm-hmm. them where they're at. Right. Like, mm-hmm. well, like, what do they want? Right. You know, because yeah. some people, I mean, honestly, some people are just ready to meet God. Yeah. They they want. They and want. We've we've done those prayers. Well, and for we have people, done them. And, you know, and uh, it's like we've seen that happen, mm-hmm. and it's like that's no less a miracle than uh, if they would have gotten completely totally healed. Oh, because yeah. they they were like, I'm ready to go home. I want I want to go home with ease, and we're praying for that to happen. And they do right then. And 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 and, 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 and you know, not only just to take away uh, physical pain, but yeah. to take away the mental anguish mm-hmm. of of just the unknown. Right. 
Yeah. You know what I mean. Not right, not yeah. like, oh, I'm, I might go to hell or I might go to heaven. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about like their family left behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're, honestly, their soul's tired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've already made that decision. Yep. And, and they've already been through a lot and they've already, uh, in their opinion, mm-hmm. they've already completed their call. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and you do want to be respectful too if you're in, say, a hospital setting, mm-hmm. like we're talking about, you know, in this scenario, kind of death and dying, mm-hmm. like they're in a critical condition, mm-hmm. these things are happening, you're asking them what they want. Like if, if I walk into a room and they're in critical condition, they're saying they've got hours and they're like, I want to fight. I will absolutely swing for the fences. That's with what him. I'm saying. That's I'm why like, you should I'm ask. I'm here with you. Well, okay, yeah, let's go. If that's what you want, I'll yeah. help you hold the bat. Yeah, let's go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, like this is what you want. This. We got yep. this. We're yep. about to. We're about to make something. We're about to see something wonderful. Yeah. You you still want to be respectful to the nursing staff and mm-hmm. the doctors and different things like that. And I find that. Uh, when they know that you're there to uh, be there for the the patient, they're they're going to be more helpful. You forgot you forgot one key component. Who's that? Uh, the grieving family. Oh yeah. Like if yeah, there's family members, yeah, you got to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I guess I was semi assuming that they were either related or close friends. But yeah, if you're coming into the scene and you're yeah, and there's the family that's there, they could. You might actually have to do ministry with them first. Before you go in to even talk with them, we've, yeah, we've you, seen that happen. You got to explain what what's yeah. what's about to go down, right? Like just mm-hmm. yeah, and and uh, and your attitude should be less arrogant, like just yeah. not you. You're not the man of the hour. Yeah, right. You know, like mm-hmm. copper wire is nothing in, unless it's plugged in. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't know. You're there to be for the there for them you exactly. Know what I mean? And yeah. I think having that form of um, uh, empathy, I guess, would be the word. Uh, that you are empathetic to their uh, situation that's mm-hmm. there. And honestly, if you're your brothers and sisters in Christ, it, the Word does tell us when they're in mourning, you're in mourning. Yeah. Right? When you're they're in rejoicing, you're in rejoicing. It's not like, oh, well, that's happening to them. I'm distant. Yeah. You're there for a reason. When you cry, I cry. Yeah. When you're happy, I'm happy. Yep. Like, exactly. Uh, you just got to like people. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. it's, it's a little bit more than that. Well, you and got, having that heart absolutely. for them. Another thing, too, is like, say you're in an evangelistic setting, so you're in the streets, you're in the store, uh, whatever that looks like, and you it's got to be quick, right? Mm-hmm. You want to um, you want to pray for them, you want to be very uh, quick and direct, but you want to be uh, very thorough in what you're doing. Uh, same, we'll say the same situation, say it's a knee thing, uh, you're praying for somebody, they have issues with their knee. And so you're like, hey, well, can I, you know, can I pray for your knee? Most people will think you're going to put them on a prayer list because they're so used to that. They're not actually expecting someone to physically pray for them right then. Yes. That shocks so many people. When they always like, think it's a later prayer. Yeah, they're not, like, oh, yeah, put now. me on your prayer list. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm going to pray for you right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. they're like, oh, OK, how are you going to do that? And I'm like, can I put my hand on your knee or, you know, I'm just going to say a prayer right now. You know, yeah. whatever it's going to look uh, like. I, I, in gas station settings. Yeah. I don't ask to put my hand on her knee if it's yeah. their knee. I'm, I'm like, give me your hand. Yeah, give me your hand. Yeah. And then, then I. Then you can pray. Then it I doesn't pray. have to be the direct spot. Exactly. Either. Especially yeah. in, in that you type of situation. You want to try to not be so religious in it, you know, and yeah, think, yeah. well, it's got to be right there. And the closest it is. It's like, no, you can you can even put your hand on their shoulder mm-hmm. and you can pray. But this is what I will encourage people to do when you are doing it in an evangelistic setting. You say you're in the store, you're in the gas station, whatever. Absolutely ask them if they notice a difference. Oh, afterwards? Yeah, test it. Yeah, test it out. I always tell people, test it. And they're like, what? 
like, I'm like, I believe God is touching your body. How's your knee? Is it different? And mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, the pain's gone. They'll start jumping. And it's like, yeah. But if they'd never tested it, they would have just thought you were weird and you walked off until they realized that they're healed. Many people are healed in the encounter that they had, but they never asked them to test it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So And then you you know, you ask them the degrees, like right. how yeah. how are you feeling? And right if they're now? like, Well, I still have a little bit of pain, but it's feeling a lot better, pray again. Pray again. Yeah. yeah. Be like, All right, well let's just pray real quick, just slightly again. Be like, Lord, we thank you for healing. We command all that pain to go, or mm-hmm. we can pay, command that you know the muscles to stretch or relax or mm-hmm. whatever the body yeah. needs to do, and uh, speak to that, and then ask them again, and you'll be surprised. Also, just wanted to uh, preface that you don't actually need to know what exactly the ailment is, because sometimes people can't really uh, articulate or express right how they're feeling and and. Uh, what it is that they actually are feeling. Uh, for example, uh, we was at a uh, event that uh, Caleb was preaching at, and a man uh, came up and told me he had Parkinson's disease. I didn't know anything about Parkinson's. The only thing I knew about Parkinson's was that Michael J. Fox had it. Um, <clears throat> and so I was uh, praying for this guy, and he's like, um, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to even tell this, but it, I, I we're talking about applications, so I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. But your embarrassment is others' gain. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so he <laughs> he <laughs> he looks at me, and his eyes are wide, and he's like, "My mind's clear." And I was like, "Uh, so?" Like I, said, yeah. I didn't, you know, I was just more concerned with like, uh, "Is he feeling better?" Yeah. You know, I had and no he, idea. And he didn't have tremors yes. either. Yeah, his mind was clear, and he didn't have tremors. Yes, so like, and so like you. <sighs> Like that was my ignorance, you yeah. know. And I had no idea. You didn't he was know like, anything about the condition. I didn't know anything about the. I, all I all I was uh, concerned about was his out, outward shaking. Yeah. And he came in uh, with a cane. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, fast forward, mm-hmm. he left the meeting. Uh, he walked out on his on his own without the cane. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he carried the cane with him, yeah. of course, but mm-hmm. he he walked out and. Uh, I, I still don't know exactly. Can you just, like, I command the Parkinson's to go type deal, or how'd you, how'd you pray? What did you oh. do? Well, first, here, okay, so uh, I always thank people for the honor to allow me t- to pray for them. Yeah. Like, I always thank them for right. that, because it really is an honor right. to, to like have. Like, it's, you don't have to pray for somebody, you get to. You get to, exactly. Yeah. And it's that's an how, honor. Yeah. That's how I felt, like, yeah. like the fact that they're, I'm like, you mind if I pray for you? And when they say yes, I'm like, <gasps> thank you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, so I, I, I grabbed this man's hand, mm-hmm. and I always cover it with both hands, mm-hmm. one on the bottom, one on the top. And then I'm just... I just start praying, you know, I'm like, God, I, I, and I, I don't know if our mother, mother taught us or, or not, but I always thank them. I'm like, Lord, we thank you for healing. Yeah. Lord, we thank you that this man is healed from the soles of his feet to the tips of his hair. Always do that. Yeah. Even if he's bald, it don't matter. It, yeah. It, you know, there's tips there. There's still tips there. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Nobody's completely bald yeah. unless, you know, whatever. But, and then, um, I just I just wait, mm-hmm. and then I I wait for a download, mm-hmm. and then uh, I keep praying a little longer, mm-hmm. and I and I just start uh, thanking him for 
you know, like his bone structure yeah. and like his mind is at peace yeah. and ease mm-hmm. and that, that he becomes a whole person. Yeah. So and, in that moment, you're hearing from the Holy Spirit yeah. as what to continue to pray. Yes, yeah. because it's it's such a big thing mm-hmm. for me to pray for somebody. Yeah. That I I do want to take my time, especially yeah. you want to do it right in that type of setting. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to walk away. What? Well, and I think the thing is, is you know, right? Yeah. Because you've seen miracle signs and wonders. Like you're like I know that this could this could very well be that next miracle sign and wonder. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I, I you ever leave a prayer and like especially in the beginning wh- where you walk away and you're like, you know what, I should have said this. Yeah, I should have done this. Yeah, I, if I'd have just mm. really gave have, it a second. Yes, really if, thought, yeah, yeah. exactly. And silence is okay. Yeah, like it's all right. I know people are weird by it, but it's like it's all right. You don't yeah. have to be the Speedy Gonzalez dude. You know, quote the Bible to him. It's like um, you just need to you need to be willing. To hear from the Holy Spirit and be like, all right, yep. And practice discernment. Yeah. Because I think, honestly, when people pray for people, like, you'll you'll hear some things in the ether. You yeah. know, I don't know how to explain right. it, but you'll hear right. some things that you're just like, yeah. so this is so this is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, God will give you words when you don't have words to 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 mm-hmm. say. Right. Uh, and, even up to the moment where you, where you grab their hand yeah. to pray. And that man wasn't old. No, he, he wasn't. Was, he, he wasn't, wasn't no. old. He was, you know, middle aged, and he ended up giving a testimony of that of not having any more um, tremors and uh, being in the right mind. Even the next night that he came out, yeah. Um, so that was that's really cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's one of those continued things. It's like you got to be a part of that guy's story by being the copper wire. Right. So Mm -hmm. now every time somebody knew him in the condition he was and now he's in this state, he's like, God, used somebody to touch me. And now he gets to go and give that testimony to others. Well, uh, to be uh, completely transparent with uh, the podcast listeners, um, you actually had talked me into talking about it because I till this day, it's been uh, a few years back. I still find it to be a a holy and reverent moment that I will always remember. Yeah. And uh, I just I I don't want that. I don't ever want to seem boastful because it wasn't me. It was I was just being obedient, right? Uh, yeah. Because I will tell you, one hundred percent. Some of those guys that are like you know uh, the man of the hour would duck and dodge that guy. Yeah, you know what I right. mean. Yeah. <laughs> and you see that you know it's all you, the time. You're like yeah. and ministers are like, yeah, I've done all these miracle signs and wonders, and they roll people in with wheelchairs, and they're like, oh, I've got other things to do. I'll, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool. We'll we'll take those. Yeah, yeah. Clear my yeah. schedule. It's all like, right. Cause, cause so, you yeah. know, and sometimes you need to talk to somebody, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, you need to just see how they're doing. And sometimes you got to pray for other things before you can get to that major ailment. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's unforgiveness. Right. Sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes they're holding on to grudges that have been years past. And especially when you pray for somebody, especially couples, I love it. Love it so much. Mm-hmm. We'll be, how many times, Caleb, mm-hmm. have we been praying for a couple, or I've been when you're praying for a couple, and and you're like, uh, God's saying me, telling me you have unforgiveness uh, with a family member, and you're like, nope, 
nope, that's not correct. And the husband or the wife will be behind them. Yeah. And they'll be shaking, shaking their head. head. Yes. Like, oh, yep, yeah. That, they're like, oh, that's no, true. Yep. And they're like, nope. They're nope. lying and they're, to your face. Lying. <laughs> In their own mind, they're so deceived. They don't <laughs> think that they have that. But everybody else around them knows. Absolutely. Know. I, I always find that funny. You yeah, know, and that is funny. But no, and and it can be a timing issue too, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. There is a perfect time in um, in certain things, and that's why I think people that when they pray and they say, "Well, Lord, if it's Your will," I think that they're saying that because they're saying, "If it's Your will in this moment of time," and I get that. But then I'm like, "Why not pray with uh, with directness, right? Mm-hmm. And and speaking into it to be an encouragement to the person that's there in that moment, right?" Yeah. And it can be a timing issue. They could be like, no, nah, I don't notice a difference. I mean, I've prayed for people, and, and they've not noticed the difference. And yeah. I was like, that's okay. Some healings are instantaneous. Some are progressive. They take time. And uh, I was like, but we're going to keep continuing to pray. And if I'm doing a multi-day session, mm-hmm. like a uh, revival session somewhere, I'm going to tell them, come up every night. Come up. We're going to pray for you. Yeah. We'll do it. I don't care to pray for somebody 50 times. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm going to continue to believe and be uh, obedient and yes. be obedient. Yeah. But then like you said, you can listen to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit could download and said, Hey, this is a timing issue in this. Like there will be a time, right? Mm-hmm. And in the, in that moment of time, because you don't know with someone, say they're in a wheelchair or whatever, and it's like, well, they could get healed there in that moment and there'd be like, you know, ten, fifteen people that's there and they see it and they're like, Yeah, that's great. Or they could be at a fair somewhere, and there'd be thousands of people, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they get up and start proclaiming the goodness of God, and you got hundreds of people giving their heart to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, I could see the timing in that. Just like with Jesus, when he's, when the, the people asked Jesus, hey, who sinned in this situation to make him like that? And he's like, nobody sinned. This was for the glory of the Lord for this moment right here. Well, I think it gives a... a I think it gives people bad taste in their mouth when you're just like, God, if it be your will, right. and nothing happened, so yeah. they're automatically thinking yeah. that they're it's out of God's will. It's not God's will. It's not God's yeah. will, and God, they're, yeah. they've just, they're in a wheelchair. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. God must want me to yeah. just be in this wheelchair. Mm-hmm. No, no. We've seen people get out of wheelchairs. Have seen people. So that's people. why I'm like, yeah, I've prayed for people, and they've stayed in the wheelchair, but pain left them. Or they started getting movement in their mm-hmm. body, like toes and then I've and seen, stuff. yeah, and then I've seen them go straight mm-hmm. up, like emaciated, no muscle on their bodies, getting up out of the wheelchairs and moving around. It's and, like, and that you should know, be impossible. And I celebrate the toes moving. Yeah, I do. I do. It seems like a small thing. Got to honor it. Got it. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it started. Mm-hmm. We yeah. you planted a seed of prayer. Congratulations. And the word says, "He who is faithful to start a thing is faithful to complete it." And that's why me and you, even if we see something small, we're like, we make the biggest deal about it. You why? Because I know God's not done. God's he's, not done. He's not. He's not finished. He's still moving and doing it. Absolutely. So. Uh, no, absolutely. Well, we pray that this episode has encouraged you. It has uplifted you. And uh, if if you get the opportunity. Definitely go out there and, you know, man, just step out. Step out in faith and just and just ask people if you can pray for them. And if they have any sickness and you're praying for healing for them, just thank the Lord for the healing and then speak to whatever it is that's in, in their life there and command that to be healed in the name of Jesus. Absolutely. Um, yep. Be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and for you guys listening, the, the call and command is just do. Yeah. You just yeah. do. You right. just are. You're whatever it needs to be. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't have to be a minister. You don't have to have 17 degrees. Just be led by the Holy Spirit. 
Absolutely. Hey, thank you for listening. Uh, it's been an honor for us, and we love you. And you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com.